0: a woman searching for purpose and success? A housewife? Maybe a single mother? You're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate, motivate, inspire.
1: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks Podcast. I am Ms. Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited and elated to have you join in with me today. Speaking of today, our topic will consist of... How Badly Do You Want to Be Successful?, which is a wonderful book by God's promise. And I am so elated and excited for you to be able to engage with this particular guest. I have a very important guest joining me for this special empowerment segment at the Savvy Speaks Roundtable. This segment is dedicated in sharing the elements towards the road to success. And that looks so different from many different people, but I'm excited for our guest to share with you her tips and her journey of how she became on her road to success. So let's give a warm welcome to our guest, Queen God's Promise Addison, who is a 21-year-old young entrepreneur who founded Envision Changes in 2015. It was then when she brought together different gang members. Yes, we're going to talk about that today in London, family. I'm so excited. During the wake of gun, the gun and knife violence, she brought them together to discuss why they joined gangs, the impacts and the effects of joining gangs. So from that event, God's promise realized that youth as well as adults lack lack mentor our mentorships family so when vision changes her company god's promise provides this through mentoring motivational speaking opportunities one-on-one consultations and many other services i she speaks on topics such as finding your purpose success and its links to mentality that is so relevant in today's society family so remember that it's your, your mindset and success, right? And your mentality about it. And most importantly, she published an ebook on Amazon entitled, How Badly Do You Want to Succeed? Duh. Ha <laughs> ha Our subject, right? So God's Promise is a mentor. She's an author. She's a motivational speaker amongst, amongst other things, family, which we will learn more about her when she introduces her, herself. So welcome God's Promise to the Sabbath Speaks Roundtable family. Our focus today is how badly do you want to be successful? And it's a book written by God's promise. So God's promise. Welcome queen. Welcome again. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> so yeah, um, as said earlier, my name is God's Promise Adeshen. I am 21 years old. Um, I studied law in the university and I just graduated in July.
1: Congratulations! Thank you. You can continue. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, do you want
0: to share anything so, else in mm-hmm. your so, um, being the CEO of Envision Changes, mm-hmm. um, it has allowed me to develop myself. Um, one of the things that I've always dealt with is the color of my skin, surprisingly. Right. Um, growing up, I was bullied because I was the darkest in my school. It actually got so bad to the point that I was Um, beaten up by multiple girls during secondary school so I've always you know struggled with self-esteem and self-confidence and you know just being out there and putting myself out there which is quite ironic because that's what I do right now
1: right yes That's amazing. I'm so excited about your perspective that you're going to share with our audience today, God's Promise. So, all right, family, are you ready? Are you ready? So you know me, then let's get started. Let's talk about it. And again, our subject is how badly do you want to be successful? And it's a book written by God's God's Promise, which she just spoke about just briefly. And we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a minute. So God's Promise, let's jump right in. And you know where I have to stop and start right now because I know the audience is wondering the same thing. Your name God's Promise. I love your name so let's begin there. Why did your mom um, name you God's Promise and what kind of impact has your name had on your life or the lives of others? Yes yes yes.
0: Um, My parents named me God's Promise because they said that God promised them that they would have a child so that promise came to pass. So they called me God's Promise. Um, my name has had such an amazing impact because it's always a topic of discussion, which yes. is really good when it comes to networking. People ask you, oh my God, your name is so different, so unique. Where did you get it from? So I believe my name has actually opened so much opportunities for me and it's helped me feel comfortable, especially in social you know, right. realms and stuff like that, because people want to find out more about my name. So yes, my name has had such a lovely impact and has given me so many opportunities.
1: That is such, um, so amazing. And to me, when I saw your name, I thought to myself, wow, what a beautiful concept because you, you have to. Every day when you wake up thinking, okay, I'm God's promise, you can take that in so many different directions. And I just really can appreciate your name. So that's why I wanted to start there. And I knew that the audience would love to know your story behind your name. So God's promise. Can you share with our listeners what exactly is the wake or what was the wake of the gun and knife, knife violence in London? So, um... Gang crime in London has
0: always been there for a long period of time, but Mm. recently is becoming um, quite extreme. Um, So, so, so far we've lost so many lives in the, Mm. in London and it's quite unfortunate because these are promising young people with such bright futures and they've just lost their lives for something that is not, it doesn't really mean much. So, um. Just looking back, um, there is a guy. He's called um, Professor John Pitts, and he estimates that there is about six hundred to seven hundred young people who are mm. part of gangs, and that is in London, the borough of Waltham Forest, and that's just Waltham Forest alone. And right. London is massive, so I can only begin to imagine the amount of young people that are part of gangs or are, you know involved in gun and knife violence and you know many people carrying these weapons with them as a form of protection right. but when you get angered or you know when you kind of come out of your character you can literally take a life without right. meaning to so yeah that's kind of what the wake of gun and knife violence is just a lot of young people you know carrying mm-hmm. these weapons um, a majority of them in, is in bid to protect themselves
1: yes right Okay, awesome. So, how did this wake encourage or inspire you to build your company in vision changes?
0: Okay, so um, when I was in A levels, um, this mm-hmm. was around three or four years ago, um, I decided to do something with my community and I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. So what Mm -hmm. I decided to do was to walk around my local community and Mm -hmm. to ask people in my community what they felt was a problem in our local community. And around 95% of them said it was gun violence. It was gang crime and they were fearful and they were scared for their lives. So what I decided to do was to host an event Mm -hmm. where I brought about different gang members together, which was Mm -hmm. quite scary because, you know, the fear of the unexpected, you don't know what's going to happen. But right. I managed to successfully bring them together, so that was um, what kind of you know started my company. and okay. I just realized awesome. that many of them lack mentors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. Now you spoke about a levels um, and and I know we had a previous conversation, but even I, what does it mean when you say when you completed or when you mentioned that you completed your A levels?
0: Yes. Um, so A levels is what is the qualification that you need to enter okay. university here? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, you, had you previously wanted to be a mentor before the wake of the gun and knife vi- knife violence in London? Because I know you you mentioned that you know you went out into the community and kind of surveyed the community. So obviously you had a passion, but did did that also include Um, the mentorship. Um,
0: I knew that I wanted to be a mentor, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I wanted to be this type of mentor. Right. So my idea of mentorship was someone to ask me, you know, how was your experience during secondary school? You know, right. how was your experience with that? And I will just share my own opinion. But my mentorship right now is different from what I envisioned. It's completely different. It's me sharing my story. It's me sharing my journey, the processes, the, what worked for me, what didn't work for me. So right. I did want to be a mentor, but I didn't expect it to be on this large scale.
1: Right. Okay, awesome. So when you said that you didn't expect it to be on this large scale, and then now God has placed this large scale mentorship on you or this, you know, this wonderful company which we're going to talk about getting more depth a little bit later, did were you afraid? Did it bring fear or like what what were you kind of thinking when as you were growing, as your company was growing? So, as my company
0: began to grow, mm-hmm. um, I started to chicken out a little bit. Yeah. I then said to myself, I don't think I can do this yeah. because, you uh-huh. know, as I mentioned earlier, the whole bullying and things like that, that knocked right. my self-esteem and that created right. a fear of public speaking for me. So right. whenever I spoke to people, I'll think they're looking at my skin color. They're looking at this, they're looking at that. Right. So that was always a fear that I dealt with. So that stopped me from taking envision vision changes further for two years. Right. Although I founded it in 2015, I didn't do nothing until the beginning of 2018 exactly. when I decided yes. that this fear is not going to have a hold on me. Yes. Despite that, I'm going to have a fear. I'm going to hold to this fear. I'm going to have a hold on this fear and I'm going to overcome that fear, which is what I did.
1: That is amazing. And just making that decision. God's promise. Did you, how did that make you feel? I mean, I know you took charge, but when you kind of broke that old mentality, which we're going to, I know we're going to talk about mentality even further here in a second, but when you broke that old mentality and you start embracing your purpose, what was that like for you? Um, That was
0: really rewarding because I knew that not only am I helping myself, Mm-hmm. But I'm help, helping other people who may right. be feeling this way or someone who may go through this. So mm-hmm. although my journey is, you know, important to me and I'm developing mm-hmm. through my journey, I'm right. also helping others to develop by looking at me and seeing that, okay, you know what, this 21-year-old 20 year girl can do this, so right. can
1: I. So that's very important. That's amazing. So have you always or had you always had a love for your community? like this passion, I mean, of course people, we love the community, but in in essence, because you actually took action. So was that something you would say, like, even as a child growing up, you always knew you kind of, that's just an example that you always had this type of love that drove you to become whomever you were going to become as an adult, in essence?
0: Yes. Um, I've always had a love for my community. And I guess that's partly because of the people I grew up around you know my mm-hmm. parents my family mm-hmm. they're really community orientated you know they will take us for volunteering things that mm-hmm. involve mm-hmm. assisting the community so right. growing up you know even attending church because um, my parents are both pastors you know just right. doing things to assist the community has always been inside of me right so you know growing up it kind of grew and grew so I've always had a love for my community and now I have greater love for my community
1: I love that. I love that. I really do. Because it's hard sometimes when you're going out and you want to make a change, like as you're saying, and then that change begins within us. And, and, And to your point, you started your company in 2015, but you actually, your transition wasn't actually until 2018. And that's to say, again, you know, I've had podcast guests who who sim- had similar experiences it's not until we actually take actions and sometimes we have to overcome ourselves and I love that so what were your findings let's kind of get into the gang violence and go and kind of go back to our your story about um, actually creating this event so what were your findings when you began asking a variety of gang members why they became a part of a gang? okay
0: um so when I asked them why they became Mm -hmm. part of gangs I received lots of different responses um many of them they actually didn't even believe that they were in a gang and what Mm -hmm. I realized that sometimes when you are part of a gang it's usually the friends that you grew up with you know you start hanging around with each other and before you know it you start getting involved in different things and that's a result of a gang for some people other right. people mm-hmm. they have family members who have um you know been part of gangs and it's literally a tradition that runs through right. the family mm-hmm. um some people they're part of gangs because they don't have mentors they don't have people to guide them their parents are right. probably working you know long hours and there's no one to take care of them to you know kind of look at what are they doing right. so um lack of mentorship um many people so join gangs because of racism inside schools So there's
1: a wide um, array of answers as to why people become part of gangs exactly and I agree with you 1000% so what did you notice amongst these great gang members did you find a consistent similarity excuse me I get tongue tied all the time for their choice to join a gang like did you hear a consistent theme of why they wanted to do that like you're saying you know some did it because they were bullied or because of racism or just different attributes of whatever was going on in their, in their, um, sub community, did you find that there was a consistent reasoning that made you even drove you even more to create your company as far as providing mentorship for these, uh, youth? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, One of the reasoning, which I um, actually didn't mention was Mm -hmm. the whole idea of protection Right. So because okay. there are lots of people in gangs currently, if you're not part of a gang, you're an easy tar- target to be attacked. Right. And because your life is so important to you, you know, you'll rather join a gang because, you know, if someone was to come for you, you have people to back you up. Right. So that was actually one of the um, most consistent similarity that I found is people want to feel protected. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, you're not as protected when it's you standing alone, not being part of gangs, you decide, you know, let me join a gang and that Mm -hmm. way I'm protected. And that Mm -hmm. was a consistent similarity that I found. Um, Mm -hmm. I also found that many of them, you know, um, they get bullied in school if they're not part of gangs and bullying is actually such a huge, has a huge impact on people's Mm -hmm. lives. It can even affect you to the point of adulthood, you know, so people Mm -hmm. like to fit in. They don't want to, you know, stand out when Mm -hmm. you're in school. You want to be part of this group. You want to be known. You want to be loved. You want to be involved. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. one of the, um, also, um, consistent similarities that I found, but, The most, I would say, the most important one that really stood out to me was the idea of mentorships. Mm -hmm. They don't have people to guide them, to encourage them and to support them and say, you know, Mm -hmm. this is not what you do. This is not how you go about doing this. They're not aware of the other opportunities that are out there for them. So Mm -hmm. maybe if they want to do X, Y, Z, you know, um, a mentor can say, okay, that may not be the best way, but why don't you try this route? You know, Um, Mm -hmm. so they don't have mentors. And I feel like that is very important.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. I love what you're talking about because I think, um, in our society, like you said, sometimes we can feel individualized and we're not careful, we will. And this is a psychological effect. I mean, what you're saying is, is valid edu- from an educational sense of especially, but, um, in particular, kids, when you, what you're bringing, I, I want to expound upon the point of protection and safety. Because even in the US, we have, I've seen, you know, I have several friends who are always their advocates of bullying, especially in middle school, in the younger grades, you know, and how to prevent. I did some research a couple of years ago on preventing suicide. Because as a result of young people being bullied, because we overlook that, we get so comfortable in our schools. You know, we're doing our jobs, we're the teacher. So I really appreciate you bringing that aspect to the table, because parents need to realize that sometimes we we have to sit down and have that conversation with our kids. So, yeah. do you think? They, yeah. Uh, what do you think is one of the greatest problems in our society?
0: Um, One of the greatest problems in our society is a majority of people are very selfish. Mm-hmm, and mm. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's very important right, to right, love right. yourself, you know, and take care of yourself. But we tend to put ourselves first and not worry about other people. And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't worry about people because of fear Um, in regards to, you know, bullying. And if you see someone getting bullied, majority of people will not say anything because they don't want to get bullied themselves. Of course. You know. And just even when it comes to jobs, when it comes to careers and things like that, you know, if we find that one route benefits us, we tend to keep that, you know, information yeah. and not share it with other people because yeah. you know, they will now become competition to us. Yeah. So I feel like one of the biggest problems that we have in this day and age is we're not really considerate of other people. You know, we mm-hmm. don't have their best um Interest. Their, you know best intentions in our hearts Mm -hmm. so i feel like we definitely need to consider other people and just you know be more of a family because i feel like Mm -hmm. we live in such a fast-paced society where everything is social media social media you know me myself Mm -hmm. and i me myself and i yeah but you know this kind of talk, this kind of leads to the whole idea of you know what what are you doing for other people you know are you making an impact what are you depositing into people's lives so, I feel as if, you know, we need to become more considerate of those around us.
1: I, I love that. I love that because I think I, I agree with you because I think that a lot of times when we're going with our day to day, we have so much stuff, you know, I, um, we have so much stuff on our own plates, you know, just getting that work life balance and then understanding that we can even just be, uh, sim- we can cause a simple impact just by impacting those. In our immediate circle is what I think you're heard, what I'm hearing you say. So I love what you're saying on that because we do kind of push others to the side, which is not selfish. I mean, selfish is good, and it is a bad part of selfish. So you're absolutely right. We need to take care of ourselves, but we also need to understand that a part of taking our care of ourselves is being a a um, active part of our community. So what envision in envision changes kickstarts into your success about let's talk a little bit about more about your company what is kickstart
0: so um i have an event coming up in january um mm-hmm. it's called envision changes kickstart into your mm-hmm. success
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's the whole idea that success means different things to different people
1: yes. you know
0: when people talk about success they usually think financial success right. they think about mm-hmm. academic success but being successful can literally be overcoming a fear that you once had yes. being successful can literally be sharing a smile with someone you know yes. it's subjective and it means different things to yes. different people mm-hmm. so this event um, I'm going to have 10 different speakers you know I'll have mm-hmm. a millionaire is going to speak at this event yes. um, a fitness instructor is going to speak at this event a pageant winner so mm-hmm. I have a variety of speakers I to show them. that mm-hmm. you can be successful in different fields and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be you know the com- Types of success, and the yeah. whole idea is for every attendee to find someone that they can relate to. They can look at someone and say, "Yeah, that reminds me of me." Or I can yes. do this if they can do it, I can do it too. And yes. it's just um, at the end there will be panel discussion, and you know, a chance for them to network because networking is so important. So that's yeah, exactly. what Envision Changes Kickstarting to Your Success is all about. I
1: love that. I love that. So did you find you know, especially since you. You shared with us earlier that you transitioned more, where you were being more active in your company just this year. You know, we're we're at the end of the year. We're starting off with a great start with the, the event. So did you find, how easy was it or was it any challenges in finding your speakers for your particular event? Um, it was quite challenging
0: initially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I feel as if those who have similar morals are willing to do that and one of the morals that really stands out to me is the word impact and yes. um, That's one of the things that all my speakers have in common is they want to make an impact in people's lives. They want mm-hmm. to give back to society. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my speakers, he's a lawyer at a top law firm um, in London. And what he mm-hmm. said to me was when he was younger, he saw someone who was like him and that person came to speak in his school, but that person mm-hmm. left an impact on him, which is why he's a lawyer today. So he mm-hmm. wants to leave an impact on someone else. You can mm-hmm. think, oh, you know what? I'm just like this guy and i can do it to you. so mm-hmm. um it was it, it was difficult initially but finding mm-hmm. those who had the same ideas and the same agenda which is to impact someone else made it a mm-hmm. lot easier
1: I love that. I love that. and I know there's going to be um, several entrepreneurs who will be listening to this particular segment. So I love that. I know they will be able to appreciate because we're all trying to you know find our niche and our purpose and and we definitely want to take tips where we can. So what does the long-term aim are, uh, of envision changes? What does that mean? or what does that consist of?
0: So um, the long term aim of envision changes. Mm -hmm. is to have a mentorship scheme Mm -hmm. so um like i'm um i've not really spoken too much about this but when it comes to mentorship it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be academic and it doesn't have to be career it can literally be a spiritual mentorship it can be you know someone sharing their experiences with uni you know what the experience went whilst they were in university that is mentoring. So the long-term aim is to have a massive um, mentoring platform where attendees can be matched with, um, other mentors and mentors can be matched with mentees so the whole aim is everyone will have someone to mentor and everyone can mentor someone else because I feel as if there's always something you could gain from someone else there's Mm -hmm. even something you can gain from a child you know the way Mm -hmm. they reason you know how much they love people and they care about people so there's always someone you can benefit from so the the overall goal is to have a massive mentorship scheme where everyone can gain something from someone Mm -hmm. and everyone can deposit something into someone's life.
1: I love that. I love that. You're saying to reciprocate or be in that position where we can give back to one another and then to, Together, we give to the community, and in, in essence, to grow them and to show them that they too can be whoever they want to be. And I think sometimes, or do you think that sometimes, when we're looking at, at our present situation, whether we're adults or children, and specifically we're talking about um, redefining or reconditioning our youth, you're saying about the gang members, do you find that they feel that they can't move beyond their present situation? Because earlier, I know offline we kind of talked about initial initialized racism and how it impacts some of your game members' theology of them uh, finishing school or not knowing that they do have other opportunities. So that's kind of the idea behind that question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: So when it comes to institutionalized racism, those mm-hmm. are. Um, the racisms that many young people face in institutions which can Mm -hmm. be schools which can be at work right in regards Mm -hmm. to schools um, many of these young people because of racism in schools Mm -hmm. they leave schools with either zero or one GCSE which is a qualification to go to A level which in turn will lead them towards university or perhaps getting a job but if they're not able to get a GCSE that for them that leaves them with nothing So they're thinking, you know what, there's not much I can do with myself or there's not much I can do with my life. You know what, Mm -hmm. I'll just start, you know, getting quick money, maybe robbing people, things like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So um, institutionalized racism does go on. And I Mm -hmm. feel as if they they definitely need that push. They definitely need those mentors who have gone through what they've gone through, because there are many people who have left with no GCSEs. Mm -hmm yet they are millionaires, you know, yes. yet they are making impact yes. in people's lives. And that's what success is to them personally. And if someone else can do it, they can do it too. But they need someone to show them that, yeah, I did it. You know, because most people in the society that we live in, they believe what they see. You know, they don't believe what they hear. So if you have some, if they have a mental standing in front of them saying, I went down this route, you know, mm-hmm. look how where I am now. That would kind of motivate them and show them that they definitely can make an impact too.
1: I love that. I I just thought of a quick question. God, God's promise. Um, what? Um, do you also? Uh, and I know it's just been a a, you know, a year and you're growing. So do you do you have any goals or um towards like working? Of, like in the United States, or developing partnerships from that perspective with your with your company, like broadening your know, your company,
0: Miss definitely. Um, mm-hmm. That is definitely one of my future goals.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I can I and, can yeah.
0: And, no, go um, right ahead. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually quite amazing because it's a goal that I've not you know vocalized yet it's just something Mm -hmm. i've been thinking in my mind but i don't vocalized it because of the fear of doing so so thank you for pushing me but most definitely i do have a goal to expand it because i feel as if but people all around the world can benefit from something like this they Mm -hmm. can definitely benefit from having a mentor you know they can benefit from having this large scheme that Mm -hmm. involves everybody and you know everyone can share their experiences and things like that so it's definitely yes
1: okay i love that i you know in, in our previous conversation and then the more you're speaking now i, I that's just kind of how i could see your company or and and i just was wondering so that's a great i like to connect people cuz i've you know i've done several podcasts and i know a lot of people who are kind of you know are going around the same line and i would love i like i think Something that you and I even talk about, which we're going to talk about here in a second, is the networking. You know, and how that builds your brand. So, um, definitely, I- I'm glad you you said that. That's something that you're definitely interested in. So, dis- interested in. So, another concept that you speak about in your book, da da, is networking. Is and it being a part of your net worth. We talked about that offline. So why is it important for others to understand that they need to reflect whom they surround themselves with? And then after that, we're going to go into your 10 tips. But can you kind of just expound on this question uh, briefly for me?
0: Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard that scene so many times that your network is a proof of your net worth Mm -hmm. which means that the people around you you know Mm -hmm. will assist you to get to where you need to be and initially when when talking about for example celebrities when you google them you just see how much they're worth in terms of finances but you you just have to really realize who are you benefiting and that's what i mean by net worth you Mm -hmm. know um if you're only benefiting yourself that's definitely good But are you really leaving an impact kind of thing? So your network is your net worth.
1: So
0: what I try to do is I attend lots of networking events. And in this day and age, a lot of opportunities come by, by knowing someone. Mm-hmm. And many people, mm-hmm. you know, they just stay at home and they, they say things like, oh, I don't have connections. You know, that person got this job because they have these connections. Mm-hmm. But you can actually sit down and complain that you don't have connections and you don't have network. Or mm-hmm. you can actually go out there And create connections, create networks and Mm -hmm, share those mm -hmm, networks mm -hmm. with other people, which is what I try and do. So I attend so many events and I bring my friends to attend these events and they bring me to attend other events. And Mm -hmm. from that, you know, we create different platforms. I'm involved in so many group chats and stuff where we share ideas with people. Mm -hmm. So we're not keeping things to ourselves. We're sharing, we're sharing and we're impacting each other.
1: I love that. And real quickly, I wanted to add, as I was looking back on our notes from our previous conversation that you you talked about, you were able to sit under the tree because someone planted that seed. And you know, I went ballistic when I heard you say that, because even though people, they may be sitting at home, a lot of people nowadays, they do business from on, uh, on works online. And, and we get so comfortable in that, arena you know or they're sitting at their jobs you know and they're not going out so tell me or expand real quickly on what that means and why should other people take that ideology and apply it to their life
0: yes um so um the quote um um was you're able to sit underneath a tree because someone planted." That seed and mm-hmm. that seed grew, and that seed is now providing you with fruit, it's providing you with right. shade, it's providing you with resources, you know, paper, things like that. And that's because someone deposited a seed into your life, yes. and that seed is now benefiting you. What are you depositing in other people's lives? You know, right. we live in a society where we like to take from society, receive from society, take from people. But what yeah. are we giving to people? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we depositing and making an impact on other people's lives? You know, sometimes we just like to think of ourselves and that's not how it should be. Because mm-hmm. at the end, for me, I want to be remembered for the legacy that I've left. I want to be remembered for the people's lives that I've touched. I want to be remembered for what I've deposited and the impact. Yes. My favorite word is impact, if you've not yes. <laughs> noticed. Yes, no, I know. But it's, yeah. what okay. have you done to impact people's lives? And that's literally what that quote is about. And that's what keeps pushing me that I need to make an impact in someone's life.
1: I love that. And you're so humble. And I really can appreciate that. And I just want the audience to also know, even though we haven't experienced founded upon it, and you will be able to read it from her bio, that Envision Changes is a multi award-winning company. So even though, again, you know, as she said, she birthed her uh, company in 2015, but she actually it started walking in 2018. So again, take this example and knowing that sometime God will give you you know, your purpose. And it might take a little time to work out the kinks, but at the same time, it can be done. And I think that this is a great example of that theology. So here for you, uh, God's promises is your final thoughts that I offer to all of my guests at the end of our show. Can you share, you shared with me offline, some of your tips for success. I would love for you, if you can give us in one to two minutes, um, your tips, your 10 keys, if you have all 10 um, for success uh, that you normally would share with others or an audience at your speaking engagements or in your even in your book. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So in order to be successful, I have 10 tips. I'm going to make it really quick. Um, the okay. first one is educate yourself. You know, successful people, they never stop investing in themselves in terms Mm -hmm. of education. They make sure that they learn something every day. Even if it's 30 minutes of reading, you have YouTube, you have videos, you have books to assist you. So whatever you think you cannot do, if you learn it, you will be able to do that thing. So number one, educate yourself. Number two, wake up early. You know, did you know that when you're sleeping, there are people who are out there working, which means that they're spending Mm -hmm. more time than you are contributing Mm -hmm. and investing in their time towards Mm -hmm. their success. So wake up early, even if it's at 5 a.m., which is the prime time that most successful people wake up, wake Mm -hmm. up early and time is the most important currency you can ever possess. So you have to use it wisely. Number three, plan. You know, don't mm-hmm. just wake up early and do nothing. Wake up early and start to plan your day. What do you yes. want to accomplish in this day? And do not sleep until you've accomplished that thing. You have to yes. invest in yourself so you too can be invested into. So if you invest in yourself, people will also invest in you. Mm-hmm. Number four, you have to be clear and you have to be concise. If you do not know what you want, you cannot, uh, um, uh, um, you know, expect other people to know what yes. you want kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Be clear with what you want. Clarify, you know, where you're trying to go to. Your why has to be impactful for people to be able to relate to what you're doing. You know, number five, you have to also take action. If you're always planning one thing over and over again, you're going to remain planning that then. So not Mm -hmm. just plan, take action. So train it, plan it, act on it and achieve it. Number six, speak highly of your goal. You know, Mm -hmm. when when you're speaking about something, you're so passionate, you have to be so bold about it so other people can believe in that dream with you as well. But be Mm -hmm. realistic and be wise with what you're saying. If you don't put yourself out there, you can't expect people to find you number Mm -hmm. six so number seven surround yourself with like-minded people you know Mm -hmm. you cannot hang around with those who fail and expect not to fail as well and not to learn from you know um, your mistakes you know if you fail you learn from it and it's contagious so hang around with those who understand that one should appreciate their failures you know with fail without failures how do you know how to improve yeah number eight persistency and consistency when you start something be consistent with it because Mm -hmm. there are people who are you know waiting for you to slap you have to keep that flow and show them that, no, I'm not going to slack. I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. number nine, get a coach or a mentor. Get advice Mm -hmm. from someone who succeeded in that field, who have experience in that field. And that's going to be very useful and impactful towards you. So find Mm -hmm. someone who's done it and copy from them. And number Mm -hmm. 10, believe that you can do it. If someone approaches you today and talks to you about their goals and visions and even their business with uncertainty, will you believe it? You're not mm-hmm. going to believe it because they're uncertain. So you have to believe in your goal and have faith in your goal so that other people can believe and have in your faith, um, um, faith in your goal too. So pretty much just lead by example. So those mm-hmm. are the 10 tips for success.
1: I love that. So will you please, God promise, share a social media site where our audience can reach you for, nor- for more knowledge about your programs and your offerings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: So if you go on Instagram is called Envision Changes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you spell it out for me,
0: please, just so that everyone can make yes. <laughs> sure? So it's E N V I S I O N Changes, C
1: H A N G E S. I love that family. And of course, you know, I'm going to have some more information for you. I love you for coming here today. God's promise. I love your name. It means so much <laughs> other than just your name. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for taking out your time. Cause we had a couple of scheduling conflicts and you still hung in there with me. And, and I'm so thankful that you were here today. You have such a beautiful story family. And I would love for you to engage with her further so you can learn more about her programs. And again, she is looking which we just discovered to make those different type of connections over here in the United States and you never know you could be traveling to London (laughs) to speak at one of her events so just keep that in mind family I am elated to have participated in this show today I know that someone somewhere was touched by this wealth of knowledge thank you so much to the other queen of the round table God's Promise Addison CEO of Envision Changes who you can find out more about this powerhouse at www.iamlisanobles.com slash podcast.html. And remember, my mantra, and as I always say, you are are a unique combination of experiences, clothed in purpose, strength, and destiny. Have a great week. I'll see you right here next time on the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles online at imlisanobles.com and on Facebook and Instagram at EWOFP. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review and we'll catch you next time on Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Activate, motivate, inspire.